You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. You know, he had a studio in, in Burbank. Okay. And I had a homie. He was an engineer. You know, so that's how, I, you know, I'll be saying uh, Dre. But, you know, Dre gave me that energy because the things I'll be observing, you know. But one thing but one thing I, I noticed about him right now is that he seems like he, he changed. I see more of a, 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 of a smile in his face. You know. I was going to say something really mean, but I shouldn't. But I, I want to say it because it's funny. You say it. You think it's because of the divorce? to the show you are now listening to wake the flock up with concept 714 i'm in beautiful la the art district right that's right that's right uh and i got a very special guest with me i've been looking to set this interview up for a long time because your knowledge and your involvement speaks for itself right and and and, and it, you, you're this cat that i bump around uh, bump into not everywhere but all the right places you know what I'm saying? All the legitimate, genuine places that I bump into you. And all your activity, you know, is very impressive and your knowledge. You're like, oh, I'm meeting with this cat. I'm meeting with that cat. I'm like, wow, man, like, you're living the dream. You know what I mean? So go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I go by the name of Class One. You know, serve representing antics, beat swamp meat, and the Universal Hip Hop Museum. Very dope. Very dope. Like I said, like, I'll, just, just, just by looking at your life in social media, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a very interesting, very very impressive. Your knowledge of, of old school and new school cats you, you run into. Yeah. Did, well, where did it start for Class One? Where did that Where did that begin? The interest in hip hop. Let's start with that. Oh man, you know how certain people or people nowadays they when they ask the question, how did you you know what song made you find love for hip hop? Or with me, it, it wasn't a song. It's what I saw, mm. and that was when at my old apartment buildings, it was a walkthrough uh, closet. So through, yeah, I had a big window, mm-hmm. and through the window, you know, when I was singing, my neighbors were, were b-boys and pop lockers at the time, mm-hmm. and they used to have sessions. And back then in the 80s, it was, it was, a, it was a normal thing to kick it on the sidewalks. Right. So, you know, back in the 80s, if you were break, you had the cardboards and the boombox. Yeah. So they had the, the cardboard and the boombox, and they were having the sessions. And I just saw them having, you know, practicing. Mm-hmm. I heard the music. Mm-hmm. I saw, you know, I saw them practicing, you know, breaking and pop locking. Yeah. And, and that was it. And that was it. Uh, I just had to get involved. It is it is interesting because you're right. It's I think it's rarely like, well, I heard one song. And I turn like, I think hip hop has this... It, it kind of draws you in like mm-hmm. there's something yeah something will awaken in you when you hear like the 808 so you like a certain thing, especially right? the visually if you see something 
especially but when you visually like i remember watching wild style uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like just like the, the 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 energy of especially of that time was like a lot of killing a lot of gamut but like this wasn't that this was like skills based and it was like love at the same time like you walked away from the battle and it was like respect you know what i'm saying instead of like what color you got on or why you, you know what i'm saying like it just seemed it drew me in more and more on an like emotional base like oh there's something here to like get attached to you know what i'm saying yeah well kind of because in the, in the 80s don't get me wrong in the 80s it wasn't all all sunny and, 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 and rainbowish right it was you know a lot of uh, a lot of the pop lockers and b-boys especially in my section yeah they were bangers oh okay yeah i mean for sure for sure but so <laughs> sometimes when they lose a battle oh yeah they, they walk out <laughs> they get upset at uh-uh. it. uh and that's true that's true but i think there's an innocence to hip-hop yeah. back especially in the 80s they were like there was an innocence to like um going and like battling somebody instead of fighting someone at least that being your not being your 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 main choice or like your primary choice well, is to fight like to battle someone it depends you know it depends where, uh, where you were at at that time because mm-hmm. i grew up in the in crenshaw district mm-hmm. so it was tough even though it was, even though it was a it, it was a banging yeah environment uh-huh. it was also a hip-hop environment yeah because yeah. if you go because i remember you go outside of crenshaw, uh, crenshaw yeah not all south central was all hip-hop well and that's true and also west coast hip-hop to east coast hip-hop like mm-hmm. in the early it was totally different right, right. It, it, you know like uh you, you know what it is i have a problem i romanticize hip-hop a lot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm sure uh you know you do it too sometimes but like i, I think i like to think about the only like mostly positive sides of hip-hop you know me too but um i got the 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 big homie big dad from ellie posse mm-hmm. he wants to call me uh, not too long ago actually and he was telling me like you know what class you paint hip-hop in the 80s like it was all glory like everything everything was fine it was cool yeah but you leave all the 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 reality part aside yeah yeah and he explained to me why i should kind of bring that up Mm -hmm. because you know he was telling me that if i let the new generation know how how hip-hop in the 80s was actually was about it's kind of rugged they, they will have more appreciation for for the culture no no no, and i, and I, and I get it. so tell me how how did you view it then like when when you saw the the break dancers come out and you saw the well the thing is that i was just what, five years old okay so i didn't have you know i i, I remembered all the images to this day but at that time you know because i was five mm-hmm. i couldn't fully understand exactly what what was what was going on and who was who yeah but so, it had you but it had me yeah all i saw was dancing yeah I, the, the, the the beat yeah. of the joints okay and then like i said at that time i didn't know it was graffiti so to me i was just drawing on the walls yeah yeah so did, did we start with graph did you did you run through no, the elements it, it was first it was, like i said it, it was through through the dancing yeah b-boy and pop lock so you, you so did, you i did started that? practicing with my neighbors okay which uh, to this day I'm still trying to uh, know who they were because I, we lost we, we st- I lost um, touch with them guys when I moved out in late '88. Yeah. So I've been trying to find out. I've been asking all, all the OGs like, do you guys remember who was who? The ones that we used to live on Northern and, and, and Pico. Mm, we trying to get that. So I'm trying to you know sure. see who they were, yeah. what crew they belonged to, or. <laughs> Right, right. Okay, so so you took you took part in the in the b boy yourself. 
in the sessions, yeah. Okay, okay. Did you ever go into any other elements? Not until later, like into the night is you know graffiti. Yeah. I, I I used to write. Okay. I did a bit of of, of, of um, graffiti, but mm-hmm. I never kind of really picked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my my homie skit from Triple uh, A. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he taught me how to do some 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 pieces, and then of course I would go to so you go bomb to, it or to, to Venice Pit oh, back okay. back then, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know the the typical yards, the the train tracks. Cool. Especially the Belmont Tunnel. Yeah. So I used to help out with the with the, with the layouts. Classic spot. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's for, up. for the most part, it was mostly tagging. Hmm. Okay. Let's strike up. Well, MC and everything. DJ. DJ came in after mm-hmm. after I say early two thousands. I don't I, I don't know about you, but like I I've noticed that like certain elements calls to certain personalities of people. Yeah. It does. Like I feel. But you know, but then there's those people that'll transcend all of them. Like just hip hop just runs through them like. Like you know, it just lives in them. So they'll do like all oh, they'll see tables and like they can kind of pick up a scratch, you know, sequence or whatever, you know. But they're also dope MCs. Like there's somebody, there's there's some few, few heads. Well, I actually, see that. you know, back then, if you were a b-boy, most likely that b-boy knew how to had to DJ, mm-hmm. knew how to MC, yeah, knew how to write, yeah. So back then, everybody that I knew, yeah, they would practice one particular element, yeah. But they actually knew they were actually. Scratch because I think you push. can't you cannot wonder like damn what's it like to rap like I want to tr- I want to try that like, or what's it like to scratch I want I want to try that like if you're breakdancing at the party right if you're at the same spot you're like yeah, man yeah, I you got homies who do whatever x cosa you know what I'm saying yeah I tried to freestyle but they sucked yeah man I don't have the mind for a freestyle like if you give me a pen and a pad like I could I can give me an hour I'll come up with something but on the spot bro my brain doesn't doesn't flow like that like i can't i never no. have been able to like process freestyles you know and and i felt really bad about it for a long time but then uh i had like rascass who's been on the show a couple of times uh-huh. he says he doesn't do it he doesn't freestyle uh he he says that it's not it's not his muscle he doesn't he that's not what he specializes in but he goes but give me that pencil and pad like i'm down you know and rascass is one of the greatest of all time you know what i'm saying uh so i, I was like okay so if rascass is not freestyle then that's it's okay i'm then. pretty <laughs> sure he, he, if he's in the cypher he, he won't help himself but to jump in well, that's what i'm saying but yeah but uh but i don't think he does i don't think he's like you know like um he also said he wouldn't do battle rap like he okay. wouldn't go to a battle and battle somebody like king of dot or grind time or whatever he says that's not his that's not his specialty right like his he like as as an mc who's been emceeing that long he like he's always practiced this set of muscles which is like yeah no, studio even though he's raw right right raskas is, is vicious on the, on the mic but i could see where he's saying like you know like someone like disaster or someone like that mm. who like that's what they do bro like you're gonna have a real hard time taking out disaster right in a, in a, in a battle because that, that's just not your specialty but disaster's been doing it for 20 years bro like he knows what he's doing in that battle, you know yeah it's like pull pull a set of two turntables and i'll jump on it without, without <laughs> thinking about it yeah but everything else i'm like mm. yeah uh, I, I was like and, and I don't I mean like the, the tables things was cool I always just didn't want to mess anything up like I, I didn't want to break nothing or nothing so it always seemed like a foreign object to me even though you know they're like they're grinding away at them you know yeah. so I never really tried it and seeing was cool and I can graph a little bit but uh, um, it was always rapping to me seemed like 
because it's more like intelligence based you know what i'm saying and seeing is more like an intellectual practice instead of like a physical practice i'm fat so i'm not going to be like you know what i'm saying poses nah, and shit like i can't <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it just you know it, it all depends if it, if, if it gravitates you you won't be able to help help yourself but to jump in. I'm naturally no. lazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, damn, this is like a lot of work. <laughs> so, so, so I went to go pledge with uh, the Mighty Zulu Kings. Uh-huh. Uh, and I went to Texas. And I had to fly out there because they, they wanted me to meet uh, Ness. They wanted me okay. to meet Elliot Ness. Shout out to Elliot Ness. That's a homie. Legendary B-Boy man. And, uh, and uh, so I went to go pledge for them. And uh, and I flew out to Texas, and they had an event, dude, that lasted till like four or five in the morning. Oh shit! And those break dancers were break dancing that whole time, bro. Like they, I don't understand how they have so much energy, dude. It just be, I guess they they uh, the energy off each other, eventually, See, you know. That's why it is. It's just when 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 you're around your fellow peers, yeah. And the the, the energy, it, it won't it won't die if everybody's just really tuned in. Mm-hmm. And that will just motivate you to 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 fully tune in as well. Yeah. So you go, you know, you could be boy, you could pop lock, you could, you could MC, you could you could you could DJ from seven o'clock in the evening all the way to five in the morning. And I guess that's where ciphers were, you know, are were invented when I'm seeing like, oh, you know, you got six MCs in a room, like it's, about, it's gonna pop off, bro. Like, you know yeah, because you feed off, you feed you feed off of, of 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 the energy that is around you. And I hate to use the words like real or fake or something, but like, like, dude, real MCs like you could you could tell who's a real MC, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the cipher kind of will dictate. Like, yeah, everybody here's a real MC. You know what I mean? I like kind them the the passionate MCs. Okay. Okay. The the ones the passion the ones that that that, that are MCs through and through. Are, are, they just love it, man. They get the mic open. They want it. Yeah. Uh, Rick Scales. You know Rick Scales. Uh-huh. Uh, Rick Scales is from San Diego. Okay. Uh, shout out to. Rick. He's one of those dudes who's like, is that mic open? You gonna open up that mic? You need that mic. Open. <laughs> nice. Popping. Like he's like that. Uh, Vision. Okay. You know, I know Vision. Vi- dude, the one thing we learn is don't give Vision the mic. Uh-uh, at all. <laughs> Okay, because because he, he'll freestyle and not restrain. Nah, you you will not get that mic back. <laughs> I remember I went when I, I was I was insane for a while before I started doing the show, and we went to go rock a show at the airliner. Okay, and it was it was me, Rick Scales, Vision, and a bunch of other MCs get all on stage. We started doing things, so I rocked the mic and I passed the mic. Vision keeps it, and we all got to the point where we're like, all right, let's just watch Vision do his thing because he's fucking. And in fact, years ago at uh, I believe it was it was the B Boy Summit. Vision was next to me. He was yeah. like, "Yo, class, I see a mic. Yeah, I see a mic. Yeah, no one has mic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you should go and get it. Yeah, yeah. I think I am. <laughs> and I forget who it was, but they tapped me, you know, with, with their shoulder. And he's like, Nah, don't tell Vision don't, that because <laughs> he can't let that <laughs> mic go. It's true, man. Don't, don't let it do it. I've seen him. But again, it's those MCs that are so comfortable being an MC mm-hmm. that insecurity is gone there's nothing there's none there anymore like they're so comfortable in front of the mic in front of just like with who they are as an MC, as a persona yeah that they just and it, and b-boys is the same thing like uh if you ever watch old uh, lns tapes like mm-hmm. if you ever, like lns was mean because he he knew he had it he knew he was dope he knew he was there so he then he also would include shenanigans while he was breakdancing right like he do, <laughs> did you see the one where he pulled the pistol out nah <laughs> what <laughs> Look, 
Elianis was breakdancing, bro, for like a good 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Not even like the first, like he was breakdancing doing his thing. Dog, and he pulls out a gun in the middle of the, of the like of his last move. And, he, and it's also not a small, boy, it's like a revolver. It's like a revolver, right? Like a big old old school Western revolver. And he pulls it out. And he doesn't, he doesn't shoot. No one's scared. Everyone's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> go, go to YouTube. It, it, oh, it's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Oh, shit. You straight got me off guard with that one. I, you know what? But I could picture him because he does have that, 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 that character in, in yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't to, think to, anyone to was, was like thinking, oh my God, he's going to shoot. I think they were like, oh my God, he added that to his routine. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great, great tip of him doing that. Uh, okay, so so B-boying was, was your way in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, when it started? To- I, I, actually, it was more of the, the, the pop locking. Oh, okay. But I, like I said, my neighbors were, 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 were breakers and, and, and pop lockers. Yeah. But they were mostly pop locking. And, and also, like, I had the... I had the mis misconstruction mm-hmm. of thinking that B boys also pop locked and pop locked also some of them. Some do, but some mm. don't. No, I thought it was included in the breakdance like arena. To, to well, from my understanding, like fresh from LA Breakers, he said that some some of the moves they they because uh, I, I want to sound biased, mm-hmm. but I, I strongly believe that us right here in the West Coast, we evolutionized all the elements of, 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 of hip-hop, mm-hmm. you know, from, from scratching to, to, to emceeing mm-hmm. to, to, to breaking to, to uh, graffiti. Mm-hmm. So from what, what Fresh was telling me from LA Breakers, he was telling me that uh, when they busted all kind of different moves at that time, it's because they, they incorporated pop locking and, and, and b-boying mm-hmm. together evolved and they, and they the came up with all this type of moves they, they're they're now part of the party moves mm. Mm. I, I always see i don't i don't want to get into the negative stuff but like most recently i've got into discussions with people about um they like the claim that that black people own and should be the only ones participating in hip-hop nah. And the ownership part alone to me bothers me a little bit. And it's like, I get it. I understand your point. And I'm not trying to take away any ownership or your contribution to hip hop as as African-Americans. I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to do. But to say that it belongs only strictly to black people is like, dude, what about all the other, what are the B-boys? You know what I'm saying? The, the, dude, there was Italian B-boys. There was Cubans. There were Puerto Ricans. And I'm talking about, if you just want to talk about that. Right. I say it came from the streets and it's meant for everybody. Which is what I what I try to argue with them is like, dude, it's hip hop is an ante- it's like you're the antenna and hip hop is like a radio wave, right? Mm-hmm. Not all everyone has their own antenna that'll pick up something. People that pick up hip hop is very particular, tuned into it. You know what I'm saying? You could be in the same house and be a hip hop head through and through it, but your brother man doesn't pick up on. I relate. You know what I'm saying? But I, but those that do, you you've tuned into this certain. Uh, the certain channel that hip hop has been putting out, which is also why I argue that like um, hip hop is special in the way that, like if you play a guitar, mm-hmm. right, you can only play those five chords and and but they're all random for every song, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they're random at some point, but you're you're stuck to those five chords, those five strings. In hip hop, or in, you don't have that. You are the instrument, so there's no instrument to to keep you confined. You see what I'm saying? Like hip hop, you are when you're MCing. You are when you're beatboxing. You are the instrument. Yeah. You don't need a secondary thing to play that music. 
in that in that regard alone hip hop is special is what I try to tell people you know what I'm saying and and I find it very weird to say like oh it belongs to this group of people and I'm like oh because you're just dismissing the whole contribution of all these different races man you know all these different people all these different that yeah, like those folks they don't really know the, the origins of, of hip hop yeah. that's why they say certain things yeah I guess so they, they, you also have they have a very specific idea of what hip hop is you know what I'm saying like if, if, if Jay Z is your hip hop like you kind of need to you, need, maybe, maybe, you know what I'm saying like if that's what you if you, like Takashi 69 is like what you call hip hop bro you need to kind of back up a little bit way back and, and you need to like learn and like you know before you start saying these kind of wild allegations you know what I'm saying but, but the reason I bring that up is, is, is you not being that how was it re- received in your family or in your household that oh like oh he, he's into hip hop he's into this new well, it's because they see me as a, as a little kid, uh-huh. you know, already being active. Mm-hmm. So then they really. Mom's dad never said nothing. Uh-uh. They, they were with it. Nah. In fact, my friends didn't didn't know because you know when while pops was out there hustling, mom was working. Yeah. You know, I would go with my cousins or I would go with my neighbors. Yeah. We would go, you know, out there. Yeah. To 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 the battles, you know, because like I said, I was only five. Yeah. But my, my neighbors used to take care of me. Mm-hmm. So whatever they went, I went. But as you got older, so, there was like a LL Cool J poster up, or there was like a Method Man poster. You know what I'm saying? Like things started to show up in your room, the music you were playing. Like they didn't have any ideas no. about the way you dressed. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure as you got older, they didn't. Now, well, I was pretty kind of like uh, not wild, but they had an idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, as, as long as. I get arrested. Mm-hmm. Damn question. Okay. As long as you stayed out of. Also, again, it, it does keep you out of trouble. At least legal on some aspect. I, I felt I I would give it that credit. Like man, it kept me out of. Well, to be honest, I, I kind of tuned out from from hip hop in in, in the nineties. Okay. Now I'm just like a straight fan of rap music. Okay. And everything else was already out of the who, picture. Who are we talking about? Who 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 are we fans of? Oh. That's the, for example, the, the legs, Space One, yeah. you know, all the Death Row, the Easy E's, yeah. you know, the, the, the Far Size, the Wu Tangs, yeah. uh, um, the Dirt Bass, Ooh. you know, the Boogie Down Productions. Ooh. Okay. You know, any yeah. anybody you could think of from 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 the, from the golden era, from the early nineties. You were you was there. because throughout the eighties, I was straight hip hop. Yeah. I was still uh, b boying, even though it was already kind of dying out. But I was still tuning in. Who who did we listen to in the eighties? In the eighties, oh, MC Shan, mm. Roxanne Chante, yeah. UTFO. Mm. Uh, in fact, the way I became the way I want the the way I became a fan of rap music was was through I uh, was because of um, Houdini. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, um, when, the first time I heard uh, LA Dream Team, mm-hmm. you know, Dream Team is in the house. Mm-hmm. I was gravitated to it. Mm. Ooh. Okay, I like this. But then when I heard Houdini, Five Minutes of Funk, that was a rap. Yeah. That right there just made me a fan of rap music. Yeah. And I had to go listen to MC Shan. You know, I had to go listen to, to Biz Marquis, yeah. uh, uh, King T, Ice T, uh, Mixed Master Spade, Tidy T. Um, well, everybody from the Juice Crew. Yeah. You know, uh, EPMD, oh, especially EPMD. And then if, you, if you're from LA, yeah, EMT, uh, EBM, yeah, I'm on, I'm on, my bad. EBM, yeah, 
<laughs> Eat PMD. <laughs> yeah, PMD. I was like, Eric Sermon, don't, don't get mad at me. Them cats, either they were because still, all, all Los Angeles weren't really tuning in, even though we had K Day. Yeah. And everybody was listening the, to K Day. Even though we were all listening to, to, to 1580 AM K Day. Yeah. There was still a huge part of Los Angeles that was they weren't really listening to rap music. Mm. But EPMD, mm. when they came in with, 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 with strictly business, because they had that 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 uh, funk sound, yeah. uh, we all tune in to them cats. Who, was that all Eric Sermon? I, I think so. Was it all, all that production sure. was Eric Sermon? I want to say no, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I gotta go back per- to the it credits. Was, it was funky, man. It was it was something. Well, it was, it new. was, it was no, different. It, it, it does was, sound like Eric Sermon's beats. Yeah, you know, there's a particular song that I remember as a kid that I would think I'd say like you did, like would draw me in, like it was a rap, like it was done. Uh-huh. And there was a lot, but but this one in particular, I always had a night. I don't know, uh, everlasting bass. Okay. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, the homies Ronnie and Joe. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was about it, but just like hearing them do it and like, oh, I've never heard anything like this before. Like maybe because the the 808. Again, see you, you hip hop. <laughs> your, your antenna goes because off. Because the 808 was the sound of man, the West Coast. Man, like, you know with with Egyptian Lover yeah. and the World Class Wrecking Crew. Yeah, yeah. The 808 sound. Yeah. That well, that became the West Coast sound. Even though we already had music before Uncle Jam's Army. Yeah. But they, you know, but when we, there was, um, actually there was Disco Daddy, the first uh, uh, Los Angeles rap recording artist. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the record company, the first uh, uh, Los Angeles rap record company the, the, was called um, Rappers, Rappers Rap Disco. Rappers Rap? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but their production was mostly pretty much like, like Shirt Hill Gang. Mm. You know, it was pr- pretty much like Disco. Mm-hmm. So, but when when Uncle Jam's Army came along with the 808 sound, mm-hmm. with Egyptian Lover, Age of Egypt, that just officially just established everything mm-hmm. for, for LA rap music. Mm-hmm. And it just gravitated to that Everything, sound. It just grew from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is why I wanted to have this conversation, bro. Your knowledge is very impressive. You know, like well, when I meet you, I like I like we have these short convos because we never got a chance to really sit down and do this. Yeah. But I've always walked away thinking, okay, that's at least that's a guy that knows his hip hop. Like, I don't, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, guy, learn to learn. Though. We all do. Mm-hmm. We all have plenty to learn, right? But it's it. There, we you need to talk to people like this, and more people need to hear so they can understand. Like when you say hip hop, bro, you, it encompasses so much. You know what I'm saying? There's so much to learn, no matter how long you've been in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you grew up and, and your parents were cool with it because you weren't out there making a mess. We were talking about the, the 80s or the 90s? Well, I'm saying the 90s. I was a whole different ball game. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a disaster out there. I was, I was like, man, this is society. Okay, well, what about, two, let's move over to the 2000s. We're a little older now. You're like, what, late teens, right? Something like that. No, I was uh, hitting early 20s. Early, okay, so what, what did we listen to? What, what were we into as in hip-hop? Actually, in early 2000s, uh, because I started working for um, for like Buena, the, the uh, uh, oh, Norteño radio station. Yeah. Street Team. Oh, okay. So I was a part of my boys on um, Street Team. Mm-hmm. So I was like really hooked to all the Norteño 
uh, scene, mm. you know, the panda scene. Yeah. So I was all part of the, the, the concert. So anything had to do with the Kewena, that was, all, you know, I was fully involved. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't really tuned into to hip hop at yeah. that time. Yeah. And then um, I started getting, you know, uh, booked for, for, for to, to help throw reggaeton mm. um, clubs. Mm -hmm. So I got involved in that scenery mm -hmm. but finally just got to the point where I got a little tired mm -hmm. I, I, wasn't having, I wasn't having fun no more mm -hmm. until I went to to this one spot and they had a, a live jazz band but the jazz band had, had a DJ mm -hmm. and they just incorporated to a hip-hop yeah. style kind of reminded me of um, uh, Diggable Planets oh, okay yeah of course shout out to Diggable and that was it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm back home. It pulled, it pulled you back <laughs> I'm in. I'm back, yeah, it pulled yeah. me back into yeah. the culture. Yeah, no doubt. So who, 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 do, who were we listening to then? Like once you were back in, like what path did you go down? Because th there's a lot of, were you, would you say, well, underground? I never, I, 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 never stopped listening to, I never stopped listening to rap music. Okay. You know, so at that time I was listening to like Gangstar, the A-Siders. Mm -hmm. um, else? Anybody who was really, well, you know what? Not too much, actually, because everybody, because uh, uh, a lot of the guys were going to that whole romantic type of style. You, you, you know, the, what, uh, the, the reason I'm asking is because, like, I, I find that there's a couple, even though there, I would say they hip hop heads, right? Uh, so, a lot, uh, some people took more of a commercial road yeah. down hip hop, and then someone like deep underground. Like uh, my introduction, of course, Cube, Nas, Pac, or you know, your basic, your standards, of course. But then I took a hard underground right. I just took the subway to hip hop, and and, <laughs> we're, and we're talking like Swollen Members, Abstract Rude, you know, what I'm saying Dilated Peoples, like Arsonist, you know, what I'm saying like just like deep underground. I mean, I remember listening to Swollen Members in like ninth grade, and this is a Canadian underground hip-hop okay you know what i'm saying for you you know swollen members mm -hmm. okay like it and, and, and while people were listening to like ludicrous and all this like i remember walking with a tape taking a tape with a headset and telling people bro that's not hip-hop like in, uh, just like underground canadian fucking hip like that's how deep i went into shit you know what i'm saying and uh and then you start to explore you get all these like buck 65 and sage francis idea like all these just nah see i, I wasn't tuned into that deep in the, in, in the underground like yeah. i said because you know at that time i was you know with, with, with the radio station get went on and then the, the reggaeton scenery mm -hmm. you know and actually when i got when i started djing mm -hmm. i actually started spinning new wave new wave music okay i think i wasn't spinning hip-hop okay you know i got inspired in fact uh the, the person who who i got inspired from he passed away today dj sinbad I'm sorry to hear that you know and it yeah. was his mixtapes his uh, 80s uh mixtapes uh -huh. and i you know, it just gravitate gravitated me and uh I started, I started buying new wave records. Yeah. And I started spending it at any 80s club until until I say maybe in 05. Uh -huh. I went back to to, to to hip hop. Yeah. Because that's when you you started seeing more and more b boys and, and, and pop blockers coming back to the scene. Dope. And ever since then, from 05, I decided to go old school, mm -hmm. just play records mm -hmm. to, to kind of like I wanted to to because everybody was playing the same music, the same records. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to play records that, that will make people reminisce, records that, that people have forgotten about. Can I give so, me an so example? I, oh man, um, this is uh, this one record I got 
It's called uh, um, Matrix. Is uh, the record's called uh, um, uh, Mix Mix something? I can't can't remember. But I just like you know, it's just some of those records that they, they used to be playing in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing them again. And since from what I'm seeing, I'm probably like the only one. But I was like in 05 when I went back to hip hop, but I decided to take the, the Oscar route. Mm-hmm. And I haven't stopped. Yeah. You, so you, uh, and that's where your knowledge comes, you think? Like just being, just. Well, yeah, because, you know, once I got really got really deep in, in the scene, the B Boy battles, the, 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 the potlocking jams, yeah. you know, the, the graffiti events. I started running into more of the, the, the OGs, mm-hmm. and those OGs remember me when I was a kid. Mm. You know, and when, when we, when every time we have a, a, a conversation, I used to tell them, like, hey, uh, remember this one spot in front of this uh, liquor store? This is what I saw. And they will remember, mm-hmm. and they'll give me the whole breakdown. Mm. So a lot of the memories been coming <laughs> back. Yeah. But now I'm trying to understand who was who at that time. Yeah. Okay, so and, and when did we start getting involved into the with the hip hop museum? How did that happen? That was uh, like three years ago. Uh, I got involved with the helping Car- Carmelo Alvarez with, with the Radiotron festivals, mm-hmm. and my my job was to to co-manage the stage. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, half of the team dropped the ball and they left in the middle of the event. Mm. So I took it upon myself, and everybody who left the event, I took it. I, t- I took it upon myself to take up the responsibility yeah. that they had. And, uh, and the president of the museum, he saw what I did mm-hmm. and how I was moving, and he extended an invite if I wanted to be a part of the museum. So tell me about the museum <clears throat> itself. Like when you but, say hip hop museum, like what do, what do they do? What is their mission? Right, right now they're they're, they're still. Uh, well, construction should have started this year, but uh, because of the whole COVID, mm-hmm. they they pushed back schedule. So the museum, the construction will start like two years from uh, 20, 2024. Mm-hmm. But the museum is just a museum that, that is going to have the archives from all the way back to 73. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a museum where it's going to uh, celebrate share the the, the, the the origins of the culture how it all began mm-hmm. from, from 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 everybody that was there from the beginning to anybody who who, who made a huge impact and it'll be located here in LA no in New York in the Bronx oh in New York in the Bronx okay but you know we need an LA chapter we're we're we need a West Coast chapter the we're in talks okay good you know, yeah so so right now I got certain people that are are observing me mm-hmm. trying to be, you know because they're still thinking about investing mm-hmm. so they want to see who's who mm-hmm. so we're in talks right now mm-hmm. but for the time being yeah the museum that I'm a part of is will be built in, in the Bronx dope 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 okay so what, do, are we gonna have like you just, okay so you're saying you're having archives so you'll have like yeah I'm photos I, I'm, the, I'm the I'm the West Coast uh, director yeah for the archives and cl- so I'm in charge of that department well, what do you want to make sure is included in those man I'm gonna include as much as whatever I, I'm allowed to to include yeah but uh, of course you know um, there's certain for example like Egyptian lover 
he he's willing to to donate one of his original 808 mm -hmm. machines but he wants to make sure that i'm fully involved yeah. with the museum sure you know because they because because everybody knows how passionate i am when it comes to to, to west coast history mm -hmm. and they know that i'm not gonna you know let anything bad happen mm -hmm. to to their goodies but um it, it's definitely must. I think I think it's long overdue, and it ha it has to happen, man. I think the person people talk about culture and they throw away the word culture around black It's like listen, if you want a culture, right? Mm -hmm. Culture, Aztec culture, Mayan culture, African culture. There's certain things that need to happen. That need to be preserved. That need to be passed on. Otherwise, this is not a culture. It's just no. a phase or whatever it is you want to call it, but it's not a culture. So you need artifacts. You need documentation, which is what I what I like to think I do. Is is I I like to think I'm documenting this moment in time for hip hop in the uh, through class well, one through uh, Rask Cast through the, blank, the blank. dope part about right now is that um, what I've been saying is you, you have more and more of, of, of um, this young generation finally showing interest uh, about about the past. Yeah. And before what I used to see what was, you know, nobody care. Well, why do you think this renewed interest is happening? Is it because uh, the new hip hop is such so, so trash that they're just looking in the back of the No, I think it's it gotta be something better. No, I think I think it has to do like for for you know for example, I noticed when when that that one show on Netflix, uh the get down. Yeah. When it came out, oh I see what you're people saying. People gra people gravitated to that sure, show. Sure, sure. And it left them hungry. So they, so I noticed how they they start getting being more there, curious. There's some dope document uh, hip hop evolution. Did you see that? Yeah, but they only focus on rap music. It, it, that's what I'm saying. So, but but that, but I think that one was particularly important. Yeah, it does. It, it like yeah, it, it contributes to 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 people who were not tuned in to hip hop at that time. Yeah, or to a younger generation. Right. To show interest about like dude, okay. he, he had rock Kim. Like uh, so like. He's, he goes and he interviews all these, which is which is dope, and, and I'm with it. But he 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 was talking, and then he Rakim, he doesn't like walk in. He's already like the the shot appears, and Rakim is sitting there, and and again, dude, Rakim's got to be almost fifty, right? Probably yeah. But he was still the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen, bro. Just like the way he was wearing his hat, and he had like a towel, then he had his hat on top, and he was just sitting there, and I got like chills, bro. Like no lie, like I like it hit me. I'm like, holy shit, bro. Kim's just sitting there like this dude got to sit down and talk to Rock Kim. Like to me, I, I was that was insane. It was like holy oh, shit. See, and I still support those type of projects because they're introducing yeah. them to to a young generation. Yeah. So for for a, a, a thirteen year old, mm -hmm. he finally he finally got introduced to Rock Kim. Yeah. And because of that show, he he became a fan of Rakim. Yeah, he probably went to you know to to YouTube, started topping in. Yeah, became a YouTuber. Who Rakim? Became a fan. And all of, before you know it, it was just like, oh, this is where all these styles come from. This yeah. is where all this flow. And, and that's what when I tell people like, and then you get the argument, who's the greatest of all time, and who's the, you know, I think I think people we should stop looking at it as like who is the greatest, mm -hmm. and you should look at it more of like a Mount Olympus type of deal, like. Like, I see it too. I see it as there's who's your particular fa favorite. Favorite who, who, is who different. Like? Favorite is different than but saying is, who is the greatest. Because my favorite might not be the greatest. 
And the greatest. greatest might not be my favorite MC. Like my favorite MC, I would probably say is Cannabis. Like okay. I, I, I love, like I, I love Cannabis. I was a kid. Like, that, but he's not. People would say he's not the greatest, right? Some people would go. They get, there's a lot of reasons why he's not the greatest. And then, um, so, so the greatest doesn't mean the favorite. But I mean by Mount Olympus is like there was dudes that you have to give credit to your LL Cool J's your Rock Kim's your, your Big Daddy Kane's mm-hmm. your Cool your G Raps who were like who, who, who because of them you can draw lines to different styles in ways that gave birth to, to like to your Nas's Cool G Rap gave birth to Nas bro you could draw that line like directly in circle like oh this is where Nas got this yeah, style but I, you know, I, like, I think it's more of a I guess people will when, when, when they started Giving their opinions is mostly on who 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 made an impact on their lives. Yes, when you yes, but 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 because when like I'm saying when you have a culture, you have to have elders. Yeah, that's right? why I said so I don't like, think there's a greatest. Yeah, you so you because everybody has a different. So class to. one here and now is saying you don't think that there's like the greatest of all time. No, at all. Okay, you know, but there could be a greatest. To somebody you, Sure mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, Again like if I go If I give you my top five It'd be like Cannabis Pac Slug uh, Okay Nas And And then the fifth Is always Is always yeah. It could be Pun Today Or it could be Chino Tomorrow Or it could be uh, You know again Cool G Rap I mean See and then Cool G Rap What are you gonna do I gotta add another thing bro Like I can't leave them out Like they were yeah. Cause dude Again And I know it's been done many times, But like, if you talk about Cool G Rap Bro like those rap dog like ill street blues and and, and 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 four or five like these albums were just like dude this bo- this dude was murdering like chopper like cool g rap gave the cool g rap give birth to chop stop to chopper style yeah i don't know I, w- I i would say probably bro like i think tech nine was like what is this hold on you can rap like this like you you can do that when kane was pausing when he was rapping like this Kuji rap was like blah, 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 blah. you know what I'm saying? It was it was a different flow, and that gave birth to a bunch of other styles. So I think there are elders that you have to look at when you talk about hip hop. Yes, because it's a culture, and then you look at the elders, right? Um, and I do think that there's new cats that are very dope. Oh, uh, very dope. I mean, like uh, I, I love like Joey Badass. I think Joey Badass is super dope. Okay. Um, uh, Childish Gambino. When he's not, but like a super, prim, like a superstar, he could be very dope lyrically, uh, you know. And then if you just go back a little bit, I mean, we had the alcoholics, like those those groups individually too, like these groups that were there, like the visionaries and, and uh, the licks and like, yeah, oh man, like, there's just so many groups. Well, of course, Wu Tang. You got to mention Wu if you talk about hip hop. So if you're gonna have a culture, if you're gonna run around and say the word culture, you need to have these little elements. And preservation of the culture, mm-hmm. remembrance of the culture, storytelling of the culture, artifacts, the 808 machine, whatever. Those things need to be preserved and observed. To have a full understanding. To have a complete understanding. And you'll never have a complete understanding. I don't think you can ever learn one element through and through and be like, all right, I know all the history no. of this element. It's impossible. At all. Because here in the u.s what about hip-hop when it moved down to mexico or when it moved down to brazil or to it, it, spain like spaniards you know in spain they have some super dope mcs bro i like, seen that's in the videos you know what i'm saying like they're vicious and like so when when did hip-hop cross over that sea well how was it received over there You're, you don't know that 
you know what I'm saying? So I I, I love that you have and you're involved in, in something like the Hip Hop Museum, man. I, I can't wait to see it put together, bro. I think it's going to be very You know, dope. like I said, you know, that's one of my missions. I just want to, I want to uh, uh, share and, and reintroduce the, 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 the origins of, of LA hip hop mm-hmm. to to those to those that were not involved in the scene mm-hmm. back then or to the young generation so they could have a, a, an understanding where our West Coast culture came from mm-hmm. you know and actually I'm, I'm loving it mm-hmm. you know and being part of the museum being part of B Swatney allows me to shout out to beat swami man shout out to beat swami so people that don't know beat swami is is well not now obviously because of covid Mm -hmm. but it was once a month no it was uh it was was like three three months right oh yeah three times out of the year then became twice a a year but if i remember going to the first ones and it was like, oh, okay. Oh, Chinatown Plaza. And then, I, and then Santa Ana, right? When, okay, when yeah. they when they would rent out entire streets, <laughs> yeah. filled of just dope hip hop. And you'd go, and it's literally a swap me. So people don't know, it's a beat swap me where they have albums, records, they have tapes, they have graphs, they have all. Yeah, we sh- we showcase all the elements of, of, of hip hop from yeah. life graffiti to b boy and pop blocking battles yeah. to uh, open mics. To every DJ, they spend on nothing but vinyl. It's, it's an, in an all analog event, Very no good. digital. Oh, no digital. no digital! In fact, I have a <laughs> <laughs> I have a, sto- a story that I to this day I can't believe I said no to him. And that was a uh, Curtis Blow, and Curtis Blow is part of the museum. So how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? You say you know what Curtis Blow is good. I had to say no. How do you to say him? no to Curtis Blow, bro? Because uh, okay, so he was originally supposed to show up to to B Swami to talk about the museum. Yeah, but he was so so hyped up and he just came from I think what, Texas. He just touched down to, back to LA and he he came up to me with a USB and he's like, Yo, class, I wanna I wanna rock. <laughs> yeah. And I see uh, uh, my boy uh, 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 John, who's also part of the Biswami. Yeah. And oh man, John is super, super against digital. And he looks at me like, ooh, class, are you can tell him yes or you better tell him no. It's fucking and I tell Blow, Blow, bro. I'm like, like Blow, uh, you don't see man, but, Oh, you don't play. dude. <laughs> That's some balls, digital. bro. You and he looks at me. Fuck, but see, no. Blow didn't fully understood. The, 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 the concept of be swap me so he assumed it'd be like every he he assumed okay they gotta have some updated shit yeah. let me bring my uh, my drive so he didn't know it was all oh, so you told him no. so I, I don't know but yeah. I'm like but blow what tracks do you want to rock yeah and he, he tells me the name yeah pick up my phone lucky for me that the fans started bum rushing yeah. blow yeah to, to sign the records yeah so the records the fans had yeah. just happened to be the records that, that Blow wanted so, want to rock. So they, was he able to rock? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was able to grab the records from the fans <laughs> and play the instrumental. But now he... But the fact that I had to tell him no... See, that shows <laughs> that shows your character. It shows your, your integrity to the whole situation because, I mean, I don't know if Curtis Blow said, hey, I want to fuck your wife, I'd be like, all right, Curtis Blow, go ahead. You're all good. You're good to go, man, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he's one of those dudes that, like... What are you gonna say to that man? Like that's again yeah, one of the elders, right? One of the right? pioneers. One of those, yes, you know, he, yes. he he helped pioneer the culture. It, it, see again. So when I'm very specific but, about but, words, when you go pioneer, uh, pioneers discovered new routes. Pioneers walked 
to land without knowing what was ahead of him. And I think when you say pioneers, he is one of those dudes. Mm -hmm. Like record deals were a big fucking deal. Walking into recording something was a fucking travesty, bro. It was like it took thousands of dollars. It took studio time. It took like this, especially when, when when he started doing it. No one else. Well, other than then, Sugar Hill. Yeah, yeah. But and it, 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 so what I'm saying is like, so when you say pioneers, is people that discovered new ways in a new land and made it to leave trails behind for other people. Mm-hmm. And he, you, he is definitely a pioneer, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's <laughs> so how you, that you said that. It's very <laughs> impressive. I'm very impressed by that, bro. That's but but the, the cool part was that uh, later on he, he reached out and he said respect class make sure you you don't mm. you guys don't don't change the format mm, beautiful so he loved it Be- hey you I guess once, he, once uh, um he understood what beast one was about mm-hmm. he understood why i said no mm-hmm. but he, he loved it mm. he loved the fact that i i declined his <laughs> i rejected his usb are you are you familiar with lady pink oh yeah okay graph writer okay so so lady pink uh, for those that might not know, was an amazing graph head, right? She mm-hmm. she was incredible, and the reason that she's a pioneer is because she was female, and she was getting up. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, she was posted. In, in, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was the first one, right? So who knows, right? Who knows? But but she was the first main one, or at least historically, like the one that I can think of yeah. to like bomb and post and like. And there was pictures of her in what was it like? What must have been like what, eighty nine or eighty six or maybe a little from later, uh, mid seventies. <laughs> can you imagine a female like bro? That definitely a boys club. She's getting up. She's doing her thing, pioneering that way for other females to do that. Now, I don't think that staying up late and going to the tunnels really calls for females like it's not females aren't going to be very comfortable right. <laughs> doing that so i think that's also a reason why there's not and also you physically got to climb shit and move shit and not saying females aren't strong enough but most females don't want to be out with a bunch of dudes three o'clock in the morning in new york you know in the subways it's not the safest thing in the world you know what i'm saying um but the fact that there are those pioneers that broke certain barriers to move hip-hop along right which I think she's Hispanic. Yeah, lady. Is she? Lady, she's not black. No, I think she was white. Is she a white girl? No, no. I mean, uh, 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 um, Puerto Rican. Hispanic, right? Latina. Okay, Latina. Yeah. Boom! Another barrier broken down, right? And then this is when it goes. When I get to these people, like, oh, black people are uh, the owners, and everyone has a guess, and it's like it's just nonsense, man. It's nonsense. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Those people I dismiss really quickly because I'm like, oh, you're coming from a place of ignorance or hatred. It's one of the two. Uh, those people don't know how hip hop began. And, and I don't want to get <laughs> it, it, whether it's hatred towards other races or it's just your ignorance. Right now, you, you can, we cannot have this Look conversation. Look at the, uh, 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 the B boys. They were uh, Puerto Ricans. Uh, from Zulu Kings Hunt, Dude uh, uh, Ness Previously mentioned Ness is half Puerto Rican So like to, to, to exclude These other races Or to From participating Or to contribute To hip hop And then dude Okay we can go Let's go Asians How many Asian b-boys now, now that is like, you know what I'm saying? Like 90% of people are Asians. You know, it draws <laughs> to them. They're small, they're short, they're little. They, they can move around. You know what I'm saying? It's gravity, right? Get it? It makes sense. <laughs> uh, but they're dope. 
right? So every b-boy that is dope and, and, and loves and progresses is progressing hip-hop along with it, is moving back with it. Whites, Rick Rubin, if you want to talk about old school, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how many how many dope white MCs now are there? Shoot, there, were, there was uh, uh, some of the early uh, New York graffiti writers were white people. And whites were like Italians. Right, and because they were broke along with the black people, they were living in those ghettos along with those black people. They were going to the same bus, they were going to the same school, they were wondering where they were going to eat. Same like every other black person again, there. They were all living in the same community, dude. They were all there. That's why I said hip hop came from the streets, and it's meant for everybody. It, it's it, it's it's the voice of the voiceless in the in the in the the, the, the people who didn't who couldn't afford a guitar. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't have afforded an electric guitar. Very little on an amp next to that. I mean, like, bro, that shit costs money. But in the Bronx, they didn't have that. What they did have was cardboard. So they're like, all right, let's start dancing. And they, see, hip-hop found its way. Found... Yeah, because what I remember as a kid, you know, there was uh, blacks, there were Mexicans, there were whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember seeing Asians yeah. in the mix. Of course. You know, so as a kid back in in 84, 85, I saw a mixture of all different races. Because it, it's it's one of those things where if I, I'll go, I'll, 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 I'll give you the, the guitar analogy again. If I play that chord wrong, it's wrong. That's that, that you played it wrong. It's not the right chord. It's not the right note. There, there's no wrong notes in hip hop. No. You could flow. You could stop. You could chop. You could go slow. You can whatever it is. There's no wrong way of rapping. No, there's just, a whack way. There's rapping. a dope way and there's a whack way. <laughs> right. But there's no wrong way. No. Because Nas, super dope. Buster Rhymes, super dope. Who's better? Who's to say? Who can say is Nas better than, than Buster? There's uh, a creative way. It's 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 totally different. But Buster, who will dominate that crowd, that state, that vibe, that energy, to Nas Cooch is fucking blah 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 blah. Who's better? You can't this you can't compare them. You know what I'm saying? You can compare Nas to somebody whack and be like, oh, well, obviously Nas is, is better, better tune, better practice. You know what I'm saying? The element is obviously more, he's more in tune with it. You, you could say that, but to say compare Pac to like a biggie, that debate to me was always like, bro, you, you can't, it's not the same. You can't, they're both dope. I would say, I would leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we both of them dope. Right? Yeah. I, I think it was, I, I read a thing online where it was like, Biggie was a better rapper, but Tupac was a better artist. And I kind of agree mm. with that statement. I think Biggie was the better, f- like, flow, like, better, ra- like, like, MC, but Pac's Dear Mama or Changes or, 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 or Smile by Scarf with Scarface, bro, that song is so deep, so artistic. See, my, 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 my opinion, and that's my opinion, because I'm, you know, I, I never met the guys. You look at Biggest history He was really Fully tuned in To To, to the culture You know He was about The freestyle Going to battles And Pog You know To me It seemed like He wasn't fully involved In the culture So that's why He was more focused On, 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 on writing songs Wearing them Biggie Biggie was more about Spitting Yeah But you know Don't get me wrong Biggie didn't you Have to write songs too He did but, but the, his he, background show more that he was really more involved, street, more street, more, yeah. more it, But at the same time, I will tell you this, and I like to point this out when we, they talk about Pac, is their age. Yeah. So Pac reached and achieved everything he ever did by the age of twenty-five. He's dead after that. So Pac reached 
Pac level status in hip hop by the age of 25. That is amazing. He's a child. He's a kid. He's a he's a te- he's basically a teenager still. 25, you, dude, you're 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 little. You know, you you're a grown adult, but you're not. You're you're kids, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm 35. I'm older than Pac ever was, bro. And I still look up to him because he he it lived within him uh, to the extent where where now he is compared. He is the greatest, quote unquote, the greatest, right? Every MC is either compared to Pac or not. Eminem is he's better than Pac. Jay-Z, is he better than Pac? Like, you know what I'm saying? Pac ended up being this Jesus Christ figure. By the but, age that of, was the, but that was like after. Sure, after but he still got there. He's still, by the age of 25, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. What happens? People don't recognize greatness until it's gone. Like, you miss it. It's when you realize, oh, I'm never going to hear another real. Well, I mean, in Pac's case, he ended up having music released after his death. Which tells you another thing about the guy. How amazing was it that he was just in the studio nonstop, bro? He had to have been. You know how many? I think he released more albums after he died than when he was alive. That's amazing. Well, the songs say that he left behind. Again, this is a 23, 22, 21-year-old kid at that time knowing I need to drop something. I need to make something. This, this, this need to rap. You know what I'm saying? This need to create hip-hop. See what I'm saying? So uh, that would be my argument. Be like, bro, I don't know. Pac was in the studio writing a lot. And I had those songs. Uh, I was able to grab my my hands on them before they were released to the public. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's a long story, but yeah. I had some folks that used to work for Death Row. So you heard these these some of these? Oh, yeah. Okay. I used to have that. Uh, damn. My tapes are. Someone still has my tapes. Yeah. I just can't remember which cousins ha- have them. Yeah. But one one of them have the the, the tapes that I got. Hold off yeah. back in 96. There's a great song that is not a mainstream song by Pac that is one of my favorite. Okay. And it, it has that same tune of da 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 He was like, he's talking about how he's going and he's like, to get, he goes to a local barbecue spot to get some grub. There was like, there's a fiend out there and he has, he shoots someone, but he accidentally shoots a little girl. And then he says, "Hey, he, how the? Yeah, oh man, I'm gonna play it on the. I'm gonna play it on the episode, and I'll, and I'll look it up. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's it's one of these like I guess you would call it the B sides. Okay, it's not a, a, a famous Pac song, but it's it's a fantastic, fantastic way of hearing this 21 year old guy at the time talk about how he witnessed this little kid being murdered on accident." And, and like the emotions that he felt and, and, and the energy like so you know what's funny because I, I witnessed I witnessed so, so much because in, in it's called Dope Fiendsteiner Dope Fiendsteiner you haven't heard it? uh uh-uh. okay go ahead go ahead keep going so I moved to to 61st in Avalon mm-hmm. alright and anybody who knows about that particular section especially in the late 80s and, 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 and 90s they'll tell you how me hot it was so i grew up you know i was pretty much in, in a gang environment never 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 joined a gang for business purposes mm-hmm. but i was around mm-hmm. and i and i've been through through a lot so a lot of the stuff that just some particular artist talks about and and they feel pretty emotional about it to me uh, man how can i say this uh i'm more of a like like homie, I seen that too. Mm-hmm. You don't hear me crying. <laughs> oh, you you went you took a completely different. I thought you were like I, I feel. You're like man, stop complaining. Right, oh. right, we all lived through it. It was what it was. Let's move on with our lives. 
It's like, like, come on, man. You tell, you tell to somebody who, 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 who got stopped by the cops, got beat up, yeah, and got dropped off in in in, in a in a viral territory. You did. Yeah, but not everyone. No, you know no, what I'm so, saying. So, so like, somebody like myself, like, I'm yeah, not the only one that feels this way. You're not that impressed. You know? Yeah, I'm like, really, homie. Get, no, but, but what about the but, fact? But, that I, but I get it. They found a way to express that. It's just that when people come up to me, yeah. and they tell me like, oh, guys, you know, the pain. Fuck the pain. <laughs> no, I, I think that shit. Give too. me the bars, bro. I want the bars. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this before, and I want to play a little bit of the song. But before I play, it, here, let me play it first, so the people okay. know. What I, it's called Dope Fiends Diner, and it's borrowed, I think, from an '80s song, which I've heard on the radio before. Yeah, the, your harmony is a, is a sample. I'm, you, I just you, can't. Heard. I just can't. <laughs> Late night cooling with my homies Drinking Hennessy and cold brew After smoking, stopped in Oakland Got the munchies for some soul food So we stopped to get a bite to eat At the local barbecue It's just another boring Monday And there's nothing else to do Now as we stepped out of the car I heard someone behind me fighting So I turned to look and find out What's the cause of this excitement? One brother was a dope bean And the other was a dope man And the dope man had an AK Said he'll spray and he's not joking Well it seems to be the dope bean Oh the dope man for his product And he swore if he did not pay He would end up getting shot up Now I could not walk away Cause I got caught up in the scene Wondering what would happen to this poor and helpless fiend? Well, my homie Michael Cooley said, Let's go and make our order. What's the use in watching two men stand out here by over quarters? Well, I walked inside the diner, and all the dope fiends waved to me. Heard the sound of several gunshots, and I ran outside to see what's going on. The maturity that that shows as a songwriter to me says a lot about Pac. Like, think about him writing that song, finding that tune, and then lending it to. Da, 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 da. It shows he wrote a, his that. appreciation to the music that he grew up listening to as well. Which is what I'm sample. talking about. I think people, it's overseen when you talk about Pac. It's also, the, dude, the level of, of, knowledge of self to be able to ex express yourself in that way in such a such an impressive to me very mature impressive songwriting way at what 22 23 he it was before he would die at 25 but, he, but it, it was it was common at that time you know common me, me yeah meaning at that time uh, uh it's in the 80s and, and 90s mm -hmm. you know you had a lot a lot of artists you know that were 18 and 17 already speaking in, in that level that, yeah because hip-hop caught to them the same way i would yeah. say go point out like, like mob deep at 19 18 be able to drop the way things that they were dropping with the with the ear with the music uh dj quick another one really young to be able to pick up on that certain like oh, paris man. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 dude, these are hip hop kind of bless these people. Like the go- hip hop god said, All makes right. a question what the fuck happened. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Where did it, it? Okay, so I think the thing would be, I would argue that that's not hip hop. Well, it, it's not hip hop. It, it's a it's a it's a bastardized version of hip hop. It, it so is. I hate to say, it, but it, it is. It's uh, it's still part of hip hop. Just is because it, it's a black it kid rapping no, doesn't but, mean it's hip hop. But here's the thing, though. Is it dope? Hell no. But it's still hip hop. Yeah. If you're rapping, you're still representing hip hop. Uh, I don't, I, dude. Rap, I've, I've rap, heard them talk. Rap is I've, a part. I've heard little Uzi but, and blah 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 go like like like. Uh, 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 like hip hop, uh, like they, they 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 almost have like a yeah. like a like a like a ugh. Don't don't call me a hip hop artist. Like, no, no, don't talk. Like they almost have to just dis- discuss. Well, the, that's, for what, that's what the term culture vultures come in. Yeah, but sadly, it's still hip hop. Okay, all you right, know. all right. But do we have the right to trash on these fools? Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Good because I, I haven't stopped. It's cost yeah. me friends. It's cost me business moves. But I'm just like, bro, I cannot co-sign this, man. You know, see, because we gotta remember that we we always had artists that were trash from the '80s, '90s, 2000s. But that's why we had people like Karis One that would call them out. Give me you someone know? that that you were like, I don't, I don't get, I don't get how you think this is dope. From like, let's go back into like the 80s era. Let's go by era. Who you were just like, really? Like, they, okay. But everybody seemed to be like, oh, this is the dude. This is the dude. Like, I'm like, yeah. Sure, I'll give you a prime example who we, we used to clown on. And he was making millions. Yeah. Vanilla Ice. Uh, you sh- I mean. <laughs> you know, we're like, really? Yafu's, the, the shit that he's saying? Yeah. Some of his You didn't rhymes? like the, the, the turtle song? Remember that he did the go Tinder, oh, go turtle, go, 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 <laughs> oh, see me, come on now. <laughs> nah, but see, the whole ice, ice, it was dum, cheesy, dum, dum, it was dum, corny. Dum. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> you know, but we had guys like Dory Basil yeah. come in. Yeah, and just. And, and, and trashing them. So, in the end of the day, Vanilla Ice was still doing hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, was it dope? Hell no. Not to, well, at least not to a lot of us. To some, yeah. Someone was buying those albums. Some, someone like bought millions <laughs> and millions of copies of that shit. And to be honest, those were the, the, the ones that were not really tuning into, into the culture. Mm. 2000s. Give me somebody who you just like, fuck, man. In the 2000s, you were just not I with. said 90% who, who were on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll tell you this, and I've said this before on the show, and I'm very proud because I've stopped talking about this, but mm-hmm. I think in these moments, it's okay. I, I, I'm not a Jay-Z fan. Okay. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I it, it, it he, I I understand it now. Back then, I really disliked him because it was like to me this was whack, right? But I now I get it. He represents and he talks to a certain percentage of people that I want to say like a, like a good like a good fiction book. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's oh, that's what he's talking. It's fiction. None of it is real. Like it's like Jay Z now, super multimillionaire is not on the corner, bro. He's not. He's not doing mm-hmm. that. Okay, I get it. It, it. He talks to a certain aspect of people that vision envision themselves on yachts and you know fucking Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like they, 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 he's he, he's talking to them. He's not talking to me. 
Like that's I I I'm not looking to hip hop for what he's for what he's saying, but I can see how there's millions of poor kids that are oh just visualizing themselves with rollies on and ice this and and mansions and all that shit. But that, that to this day is still somebody that I, I just I think he's okay. I, nothing I've never really heard like a song that I'm like super blown away with, impressed by lyrically or like anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I like Jay, except for his uh, latest album. The, what was it? The 444. Yeah, that was too uh, depressing. Okay, you like, know my, my my when it comes to me, yeah, the production has to be funky. Has to have that soul. Okay, well, that what about funk. like a Nas album though? Who's legendarily known not for picking great beats? Nas, to be honest, I haven't heard some of his latest projects. Okay, so you have his his, his older shit. Man, well, let, me, let me bring you. All right, yeah. Let me bring some 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 some, 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 <laughs> some artists that they are not, you know, on, on the on, on the airwaves. Okay, you can go got my boy Master C. Uh huh. Some of the, take a uh, role, for example. Okay, you knows what his new album. He 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 showed me some of his new songs. Man, those those beats. Uh huh. It just if you if, if you still have sounds on your right, you could you could raise it up. Okay, Master C has man. He showed me some new tracks. Yeah, and and beats again. Once again, you know you could take your headphones on uh-huh. and just play in full blast. Okay. So when it comes to me, the production has to be funky, hmm. has to be raw. You know, has to have some soul. It has to have a a a a a, a, a musical format. Hmm. Can't just be a flatline. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel that a, a, a lot of those uh, uh, for the past two two decades, artists been focusing on, on on lyrics only, and I and I feel and I believe because uh, nowadays we all listen to music through our headphones. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, back then in the eighties, oh, in nineties, in the eighties, everybody was listening li- listening to music through the boombox. So, what's the first thing they they, they wanted to hear? Beat. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the nineties. Oh, interesting. You, you had you, people, you know, when you were cruising, cruising was a big thing in the yeah, 90s. Yeah. And what, was the, well, and what was one of the things when you would cruise? Yeah. The music. The music, yeah. And now that you have the earbuds in or the Everybody's AirPods. Everybody's just tuning to the lyrics. Just one of the lyrics is the main, which I'm kind of glad for, though. I do think there was an era in hip hop where that was the opposite. You think so? I don't think so. You know, you think it's always be, I think there was, I think there was an era where it was like the, oh, I, I remember people hearing say, like, I don't care what the lyrics are, as long as the beat bumps, as long as the beat bumps, like a Flow Rider song. You can't tell me Flow Rider's dope, but those beats, right? Those beats, like, like, that's what they go through. And I was just like, yeah, but take the beat off. Flow Rider's whack, bro. He's not. Yeah, but once again, we have to remember, you have fans. Yeah. They just like rap, rap, rap yeah. music. Yeah. You have fans that are hip hop fans. Oh. They are tuned into the culture, and then you just got fans that just they, they don't care about rap music. They don't care about hip hop. They just want to, They just want that that particular artist okay. because it's trendy, mm. and they just they just go what was cool at the moment. But I, but but I, yes, but I think what happens is that they become they become editors at the source at some day. They become editors at at at, at Billboard someday and now the trash is just what's being put out and that's cool you know is it they, 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 could, they could have those platforms and and, and see with, with us dude the well, source was the bible the source was like it told you who to listen to and how to listen like it was at one point like the most 
yeah, sacred and, thing and in the hip hop. But it comes to the point where, you know, should we complain what those people are doing in that side? Or should I take it upon myself and do what I want? think it's dope mm. and doing uh, on my side mm. you know take be swap me for example mm-hmm. you know there's so much stuff that, that we don't like so we go taking apart ourselves and we can showcase what we like and what we think is dope well speaking to that that's how this show started so i've been there doing i've been doing this for six years now and it started with me first of all going on interviews as an mc and the interviews just being bad just like bad interviews, right? And also, not it was like, hey, what's your name? How you doing? Okay, good. What are you dropping? Okay, bye-bye. And that was it. Like, Method Man would go into an interview, and I wouldn't know Method Man any better than when he walked out. You know what I'm saying? There was, there's no in-depth, like, I wouldn't know who Method Man was. Like, what what religion is he? What do you go to? Like, the, the deep, who is he as a, as a person? I felt like those interviews aren't, even now, they're not really there. Like, there's nowhere I can turn to and be like, what does Tech Nine think about politics? What does Tech Nine think about? He's a, he's a, someone I listen to. So maybe he has something to say about, you know what I'm saying? So when I started the show, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it, but I want to do one on one about you. Yes, we'll talk about your, what you're dropping, but I want to know who you are. Where does, what did your parents think about you growing up? How, how, how different, you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing gives you a deeper understanding of the artist bro i've been able to here and i'll show you the list i've been able to interview some of my heroes and so I, what i did was i created a list yeah i think i've seen that of all mm-hmm. the artists i've ever wanted to interview and i think it's like 45 names now and i've been oh, able wow. to cross off 21 of those names evidence uh dj revolution okay planet asia sway who is like christ to me sway is it's like jesus you know oh. him uh slug uh uh tech nine uh it's just just these legends that I, I listened to as a kid that i would never sage francis so people i've never even would imagine i would do it i've shaken their hands i've talked to them i've sat with them like this like th- and i was like and then when i walk away and i edit the interview i'm proud of them because i'm like i documented hip-hop through tech nine for 2016 or 17 boom it's done here's my contribution to hip-hop documentation you know what i'm saying here it is boom so it, it, it's my way of, pr- of contributing to hip hop in a new what I'm way. I'm talking about, you know, while we have, you know, um, BT at the time, you know, with their whack platforms, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't like the shows. We don't like some of the people they been they have interviewed. Mm-hmm. But here you go, mm-hmm. you come in mm-hmm. and you take it upon yourself to 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 create your own platform. Yeah, and I'm and very and proud of it. It's something that, that yeah. we appreciate because your platform is something that we we, we look we, we we look for. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, and and also I don't want to say that I've, I've only had big names because we started with the scene. I started with like the Owen and Pause One and Reverie and like these local cats, these El- Gavlin, like these dudes that that I you know, self provoke, like these these LA dudes that were roaming around the scene because I knew that the bread and butter was gonna be the local MC. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm gonna pick up traction and then that's how I'm also gonna get practice. So I'm not super nervous when I sit next to Abstract Rude and I'm like, hey, Abstract Rude, like asking him all these questions, you know what I mean? Um, and also documenting hip hop for us, for our part of LA hip hop, OC hip, like this part of hip hop needs to be put down somewhere for our culture's sake, the archives, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I have you on. Your, your knowledge, your, your experience is, is very, I look like I'll go through your Instagram, bro, and I'm like, holy 
shit, this dude, are you fucking serious? Just flipping through, like, oh my god, this, you know. You know, it's a trip. There, uh, don't get me wrong. There, there's times where I just want to, you know, uh, delete my account. Why? Because you know, I'm not really too to the uh, like the kind of person that will be on social media. Yeah. But the thing is that you know when I go out or I got or I got people that will hit me up. It's like. Yo, class, I didn't know about this Uncle Jam's army. Yo, I'm a huge Egyptian lover fan. I didn't know he was part of this DJ crew. Yep. That's what keeps me going. And, and that's what that's where I pick up a lot of shit. Like, I'll, I'll be looking at it. Mike Myers. Shout out to Mike Myers, Mike who Myers. I had on the show, who I would call a personal friend. Like, I, I talked to Mike on the phone. Like, I text him. Back okay. Um, he was, I think, the third guest ever on the show, because the first one was Reverie. The first one, excuse me, excuse me. First one was pause one. And pause. then it was Reverie. And then it was Michael Myers. And then it was self-provoked, blah, blah, blah. So it just went from there. Again, if people do that, bro, good. Because you need to get into Mike Myers' discography. Because yes. it is fucking dope. That man. The Mike my- and Tony show is one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in hip-hop. This is what I, uh, this just, this just endless. Like, when I go through it, dude, don't stop, bro. You cannot. Because... That what that dude told you is what I've done. I'm like, who is this cat? Okay, let me go do it. Because I trust you as a source. You know what I'm saying? I trust you as a source of someone who knows your hip hop. So if you're sitting next to uh Belated B Day, shout out to my set in the West Homie Wolf Gang, right? If you're sitting now with with uh with these Planet Asia, shout out to Planet Asia. Planet? Again, go if you don't know who Planet, go right now, stop what you're doing, go listen to some Planet Asia. The, 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 I mean the dude is amazing. You know Man, what I'm saying? PA right now, he's a he's a workaholic. Dude, and I, re- I reposted a picture <laughs> with him next to Evidence, who, according to the picture, is... Oh, they're working on a new project. Dude, Planet Asia on Evidence Beats, please. Please and now. I need that shit. I'm that looking forward for that new uh, that project that he's working with, with um, DJ Scratch. Uh, Asia? Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. So, anybody who knows about Scratch, yeah, man. you know, Scratch and PA... One of the realest dudes ever, dude. Yeah, dude, just just endless historical historic people. And how does this happen? So like, and the one thing also that I've learned is that ninety percent of them are very approachable. Like they're cool with you going up to me, like, hey man. It's an honor to meet you. Like you know, you did so much. Thank you. <laughs> and also depends, you know, of who you are too. Who you are coming up? Not, not, not mean as, as who you aren't, but uh, I guess when they see this six two uh, foot tall, we 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 khakis and chucks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, yo, PA, what's yeah. what's up, homie? What's up, you playing? Give me a, yeah. give me an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, there's 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 just there's just people in hip hop who I cannot imagine meeting. I cannot. I can't, I cannot imagine. I can't. I can't. I I want to, and and I would. I would. Well, remember what 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 I was what I told you. You know, before the interview, you know, you have certain certain guys that they all have that diva attitude, like oh, I'm such and such. And then I gave you a prime example, like J Ro, mm-hmm. where he's like super cool, super humble, super humble. You can go up to him, yo, what's up, yeah. bro? And he'll talk to you. Like you guys are 50-50 Dude he stood he up He won't talk to you Like he's above you Shout out to People don't know j from the Alcoholics Was here Shout out to him Much respect He stood up He shook my hand oh, Nice to meet you Eye to eye It wasn't like Oh yeah yeah Thank you No like he was like Oh okay cool like, it, was, it was dope And it was like Oh my god Alcoholics crew. Yeah because like, somebody Somebody like him 
They don't forget where they came from. You know, and you got you have other artists that are just like, oh, I was part of the That's right. And and I have met I'm not gonna name drop, but name I one. met certain name one certain name people. One. Name one. Right here on the Wake the Flock up, name one. Call them out. Call out names, bro. Dre. You met Dr. Dre. Oh yeah, I've been around him a few times. Don't get <laughs> But Class, you're the only one that you're like, yeah, man. I'm just but see, but here's the thing, though. Whatever. I'm a, let me keep it. Let me keep it one hundred. Let me keep it one. I, I would. I would be like. Let me keep it one one hundred. I could not move. I'd be like, oh shit. See, shit. one thing I have noticed. Wait, before he was buff or or, or after he was buff? Because that's a big difference. Be, uh, was he buff? I can't remember. <laughs> right, but you know, he had a studio in, in, in Burbank. Okay. And I had a homie. He was an engineer. You know, so that's how I, you know I'll be saying uh, Dre. But, you know, Drake gave me that energy because the things I'll be observing, you know. But one thing but one thing I, I noticed about him right now is that he seems like he, he changed. I see more of a, of, of a smile in his face. You know. I was going to say something really mean, but I shouldn't. But I, I want to say it because it's funny. You say it. You think it's because of the divorce? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Females do, do play a huge role. <laughs> He's like, all right, man. Life is good again. Like, oof, that's tough, man. That's tough. No, but we all, you know, but at the same time, one thing I, I have realized is, depending on on, on the status you're, you're at, you you might you're definitely gonna have certain different people around you. You know, also, and, and also, those people yeah. are not particular. Have never been part in our in our environment. Yeah, I'll, I'll share one with you since uh-huh. you shared one with me. I got to drive around AZ. Okay, shout out to AZ. Okay. A- a little diva, a little, a little diva-ish. He's from Boeing, yeah. A little diva-ish. Um, but he did give me the interview. I'm not gonna say he did it, and and that was part of the deal. Was like, I, I was working with this producer. I don't think he put anything else together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he it was A Z was headlining for the show, and and I was like, dude, I hit him up. I'm like, bro, I, I'm trying to interview A Z. Can I? How can I make this happen? Let me know if you need me to. I can I can I can I can host a show and I'll host it for free. I can promote it for you. You just give me his email or somehow. He goes, dude, I need somebody to pick him up from the airport and drive him around for the day. If you want, you can drive around AZ in your car, and then he'll give you and then I'll work the interview out with him. So he calls me back. He's like, all right. He says he's down, but he wants you to pick him up from the airport, drop him off in his hotel, take him out to go do shopping or whatever, and then drop him back off and then pick him up from the show, drop him back, blah blah blah. Dude, this AZ, mm-hmm. you know, life is a, you know, then you die, yeah. blah, 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 you want to know, the premiere tracks, like this, that's all I'm thinking format. is, Ooh. dude, the format, that's all I'm thinking is AZ, holy shit, bro, like, yes, yes, this is the firm AZ, homie, like, I'd be honored, and of course I was, dude, like, AZ, cool, you know, cool with the shades, yeah, yeah, but he's had 25 years of being AZ, and yeah. people treating him like AZ, so like, what I would say, not defending Dre, is, bro, when you get to the point, you also, you can't give people all your time and energy because not only is he a millionaire, like, Dre is a multi-billionaire now, he doesn't have, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't want people all around him all the time, I get that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, uh, but AZ was a little diva-ish, but shout out to him, he was still very dope, very, very, very cool, he, even though, you know what I'm saying, like, divas tend to say things, you know, sideways and blah, 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 but, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you somebody who's who's uh, uh, 
in a bigger status than than AZ, and almost in the same. Well, he, actually, to me, he's in the same status as as Dre. Cube. Oh, Cube has never acted a, 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 a diva. I've never seen him. So act you've met a diva. you've met Cube too. Yeah. You know. So I never seen him. We gotta hang out more often, bro. I, I never <laughs> seen him like all flamboyant. Nobody. He's just been Cube. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I can't. You know. You know. When when I think about things like that, I think about like who's around him. Cube is a fucking movie star too, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's well, an action I, I star. I also noticed that Cube still has a couple of people around him that. Are not in, in a particular Hollywood environment as well. Oh, okay. So, so he has, you know, to me, I feel that uh, he's they, still they're keeping him grounded. Yeah. Here, I'll share another one with you. And, and again, showing you that on the mic, some people aren't always the same as off the mic. Oh, and, true. And, and this is not to, and you take it as you will. Okay. I met and I interviewed and I sat down for a very long time. Ra the rugged man. You know. Okay. RA. Yeah legendary mc right or and a wild crazy i'll rape your mom's fucking persona on the <laughs> mic radical right? fucking shit on your bed you know like he, he says and does these wild shit totally calm totally down almost shy i said some things on the interview that he was like looking at me with his eyes like whoa bro like like what are you talking like but on the mic he's this persona is like oh you know there's this super super high energy but but I was honored to meet him because he's he is the legendary artist. He's a, one of those dudes that like his skill is so dope. A white dude in a land of all these, you know, he he was able to to staple himself as a legendary figure. It's in his name now, the legendary R.A. the Rugged Man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but yes, yeah, some people tend to be different off the mic than on the mic, and they have that right. I think as long as they're not fake. Yeah. As long as they're not, you know what I'm saying? And I have, well, I'm not, not, I haven't met, but like you could tell from a lot of these young artists, like, yeah, you ain't about this, about that life. <laughs> I could tell right away. Like, do you really want to have a conversation with Takashi 69 Do you really want to talk to him? He's like, I, dude, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to talk to him. People have told me, would you, would you let him on your show? Would you, I'd be like, bro, what would we talk about? What would he say? Snitching, homie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he'd just be dropping names and shit. No, no, no. Outside of that, I'm just saying the conversation as an artist, I don't respect. How can I have that? How can I introduce him to my audience? That's a cosign, basically. Mm -hmm. If I have you on the show, is because I want someone to hear you. Whether there you're an old school rapper or you're a new school, rapper, I want people to be like, look, Concept talks to this person. It's a cosign from Concept. I can't cosign the buffoonery. That six nine does on the mic and on the videos and in his personal life, bro. Like it wouldn't work. You know what I'm saying? You got you, you still have to you have an audience and you have to cater to those to your audience as well. And, so, I, and I don't want somebody's first interview on Wake the Flock up to be fucking Takashi six nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine? It'd be a disaster. I, I, I couldn't do it. You, you'll lose your audience. I, well, can, you seen Joe? You seen a uh, Joe Button talk to people he doesn't like? It doesn't. It doesn't go well. <laughs> right, he fucking walks off, starts yelling at him, cusses at him, or fucking like, blah, blah, blah. you know, it, 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 it doesn't, it wouldn't work. But you know, it but, works for him though. Well, because that's his thing, right? But it, it wouldn't work. Uh, uh, I'm an angry <laughs> black guy. Oh, like you know, that's what he does. I get it. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm here. I would just be silently staring at Takashi's orange, red, and fucking pink hair and be like, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> I just be like, Ugh, get out of here, dude. Yeah, man. Like, All right, man. This. It just uh, amazes me how how. In 2020, that's okay. 
But woo, in the 80s and 90s, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, can you imagine? That was a huge no-no. And it still is a huge no-no. You know, uh, I was telling my brother, you know, that depending, because, you know, Takashi's like in, in New York. In LA, yeah, that wasn't right. We we still have we still follow the same the same rules. That's why he doesn't come down here. He did. Oh, he did. Yeah. How that yeah, go? He, he took a, he took a, a a video in front of a, a Nipsey's mural. I think that was by by a, a show. Oh yeah, but he left like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that video where he like gets out, shoots like a five second thing, and like gets back in the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, I saw that. He took that. off right away. Yeah, he knows what's up. He's not gonna fuck around with these people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, again, but they become the face. That's the problem. That they become hip hop to new kids coming up. The 11, 12 year olds, they think that's hip hop, and that's a problem. See what I'm saying? Well. Like, uh, again, they make him the face. We also have the power to make somebody the face. You know, it's just that we don't fully support each other. Mm. You know, but if we will support each other, we Let could me, actually... This is good. This is good. Let me ask you this specific question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that today Aerosmith can go sell out the Staples Center if they wanted to? I have no doubt that if they threw Aerosmith through a concert, they would sell out the Staples Center. Why do you think Rakim couldn't do the same? Because the mainstream platform still shows love to Aerosmith. Our mainstream platform, they don't show love to Rakim. So it's hip-hop doing it to itself. Yes. Why? What do you think it has to gain? I think literally it is gain, right? Because they want the monies. They don't get it's the always about the money, right? But Aerosmith but, can c- comes with the money, and it's dope music. And so, and so can Rakim could come with the money, but then we don't give him that opportunity. No, mm. that's the problem. Mm. You know, uh, um, Cube spoke about this. You know that that if the mainstream, if MTV, you know the 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 Paranoid Six continue playing their, their music, they could still sell out arenas. Mm-hmm. Cube, you know. I, Prime example, Cube still gets, he gets love. They still play his music, like in K-Day. But, so that's why you have this But uh, Cube's a celebrity, audience. though. Huh? He's a celebrity now. He's not just... No, but but like, I, I'm giving you a, a prime example how, you know, a, a, a radio station like K-Day plays his music. Mm-hmm. So K-Day's younger audience are tuning in to Cube. Mm. So when they see Cube headlining a show, they'll buy a ticket. But, but you rarely even, yes, and shout out to K-Day. I love CC the Mama Sita. No, but I, you know what I'm saying. But just, but, just but they don't play a Rakim, for example. That often. And, if, and if they were, Rakim will be selling out arenas. Mm. But they need but, that slot. But see, that's the thing, though. They need they to get paid th- for that little two minute slot. And that's foul. And that's that's what I'm talking about. We don't support each other. Mm. That's going to make it very tough for a preservation of a culture that doesn't respect and preserve. It's elders. You know what I'm saying? That's a very hard thing to do down the line. You know, and, and people are going to end up reading a book of hip hop and they're going to think it is your Takashi and it is that, that down the line if we don't start respecting the, the, the history more, you know? You know, one of these days, we'll, 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 we'll find a solution. So the hip hop museum is the way to go, I feel. And walking down this 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 part of it, this land class, you have to keep doing you. And your Instagram does help. 
Don't stop. Because also, you're not on there all day, every day, bro. So you, you, no. you'll be fine. But next time you bump into Dre or Cube or Blank, these superheroes you're bumping into, take a picture, write a little something. Bump into somebody legendary, somebody old school. Take that picture, bro. It's important and post it. Because I'm picking up on it. There's got to be thousands of other people that are also doing that. I actually like posting more about, you know, those that are really underrated. Okay, like who? And they made a, a huge impact, like Ellie Posse. Mm. First West Coast producers producing an East Coast MC, L, mm. LL Cool J, mm-hmm. Bad Album. That's by L, by Ellie Posse. Very dope. Big Dad, Muffler, uh, Bobcat. You know, um, another one would be uh, like a, a Uncle Jam's Army. Mm. You know, first DJ crew in general. You know, um Again, it's just certain certain names that you don't, you don't see on a daily basis. Yeah, but they made a huge impact, in, not only in, in the culture but in the music industry. So to me, I, I rather you know. Uh, um, you find that more important, more yes. crucial. Mm-hmm. How you doing on time? You good? We got to wrap it up soon. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Cool. Perfect. Uh, yes. So final thoughts. We'll just we'll, we'll wrap it up in a little bit. Um. So I think I think it is important, and it, it, I know it is important. And and for people like me who who are still in love with it, because because I look for things to be in love with hip hop still, I haven't turned my back on it, um, because hip hop has never turned its back on me. It's never said you're not welcome. It's never not been there when I'm sad. It's never not been there when I wanted to hear some dope. It's never not been there when when I needed to hear you know a uh, uh, Pac or whoever I wanted. It. I needed that energy. I needed a little little hit, little hit hip hop. It's always- now, are we talking about hip hop? We're talking about rap music. <laughs> hip hop. Yes, I, I come from a, a various angle where I'm saying yes, but. Hip hop, the, the the as a culture, okay, has always been there. That energy, that love of talking to him. one of my good friends, Rock's right, dope b boy, probably. Rock's right, I think, is considered the best b boy on the planet because he's won more, um, he's won more more awards than any other b boy on earth. I think that's his record. I think that's, and he's sponsored by Red Bull. You familiar with Rock's right? Mm-mm. Okay, Rock's right's a l- super dope people, and I'll show you some shit. But he's he's sponsored by Red Bull, so he goes by and travels the world battling, and he's won more uh, uh more uh trophies than any other b boy on the planet. So he's from San Diego. He's a Mexican kid from fucking San Diego, bro. Hip hop is 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 in his that kid's veins. It's in his soul. He moves around. You can hear it. You can see it. the way he talks, the way he walks. It's there, and he doesn't rap. It's not confined to MCs, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? DJs also, man, uh, graph artists, these people. Hip hop as a culture has always been welcoming to me, so I, I still try to find re- ways and reasons to fall in love with it. I watch a new documentary, read a book. Uh, uh, Charlie Tuna paints. You seen Charlie Tuna's painting? <laughs> Dude, that, that's hip hop. <laughs> That's hip hop from, you know, it's expressing itself in all these different ways. Uh, Supernatural has this line of clothing that oh, he makes. His uh, art. Oh, wow. See what I'm saying? So hip hop speaks and, and it flows. So so I want to thank you for sitting with me though, class. This was yeah, good. Thank bro. you for having me. I feel like we need to do part two soon because there's a lot this more. This talk more shit. <laughs> talk more shit. Get, get more, get our careers more d- further knocked down the line by these superstars that don't like. <laughs> uh, but tell people more about it. 
let them hear that hey man there's a lot more you're missing out on this culture a lot more yeah so tell give, give me a quick source where people maybe can go check out go go see you know the things if you want to learn a little bit more well uh, right now you, you, you they could follow me uh class one with, with the k k l a s s underscore o n e just for uh, any updates and then also uh they could follow my new page uh, set in the West, mm-hmm. you know, and that particular page is, is dedicated to the history of LA hip hop. So I'll be posting a lot of archives from, from, from the eighties. So people tune in more into, you know, who, who was active at that time. And yeah, I'm also working on, 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 on the documentary set in the West too. You know, so that, that one particular is, is about the, the, the B-boys and the pop lockers. And all of the, the, the dance culture that, that was popular at that time. And that's just in, you know, it's just one, some of the, the platforms that I'm involved to, 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 uh, share the, the history of LA hip hop. Very dope. You know, cause that's what we need. You know, no disrespect to, to New York. Cause I love, I love New York history. I'm a huge fan of like Grandmaster TXT and, and Cold Crush. But I just feel that me being from LA and, 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 and I'm seeing how our own pioneers are not being, are not being, uh, talked about. Mm, yeah. So I'm going to do my little part and let everybody know, yo, by the way, here's our pioneers. Dope. Dope. I'm all for it, man. From one child of hip hop to another, bro, it was great having you on the show. We Thanks, gotta man. do it more often. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least once a month, bro. Just catch up and let me let me pick your brain. <laughs> Let's get it more in depth. So for class one, for the alcoholics, for LA hip hop, for true and 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 just the legends, for 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 all those people out there that contributed to the culture. This is Concept Seven One Four asking you, demanding that you help us. And check out my my, my the homie Master C from 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 the Antics Liquor Crew. He has a, he has a, a new joint called Legend. Legend. And in this joint, if I'm not mistaken, we ha- he has the OG Breeze. If mm. y'all remember Breeze, okay, from '89, yeah. the, the LA Posse. He's gonna be. He's on that joint. Dope. So Dope. the homie Dope. Master C has some, some real some, shit, some new heat. Okay, okay, check that out. Uh, wake the flock up uh, every week. Check us out. Wake the flock up. Dot Tell a friend. Peace. Peace. Wake the fuck up!